Chicago, with the shot clock turned off, looks like they're not going to attempt a shot. Uh, this crowd, they've got to be surprised. Well, they, they came to see Steph Curry and, and the Warriors take on their Bulls, but I'm sure they were expecting a much more competitive game and a tight finish. Tim Roy, Jim Barnett, back to unpack this one tonight. The, this incredible turnaround for the Golden State Warriors, 138-96 was your uh, final score. Warriors get the win over Chicago. They split the back-to-back, which, you know, after last night, any kind of a win you would have taken after the way the game went last night in Milwaukee. And the Warriors with a 41-19 second quarter, and they went to the locker room leading by... 78 to 47 and it's just crazy after the way they they had given up 77 points in the first half last night to the Bucks. JB give me your uh, thoughts on this one and and why I just it's it's why that you can never really truly predict games you can say oh nope. they're not going to win this or do that. Uh the Warriors came out and defied the odds and got back to playing their kind of basketball. Yeah and they came out after a a bruising loss the night before when uh, they were down at halftime, what was it, 77 to 38. Uh, and they they didn't look like the same team at all. They came out and they were relaxed. Uh, their their composure was incredible. They moved the ball around. Uh, somehow they got open at three-point range. And in that first quarter, they blitzed it out with 37 and made six threes in the process. And three of them came from Jordan Poole. Um, three threes and they just got off to such a great start and the ball moved around and they were assisting and it just kept going they won every quarter tonight they were ahead at halftime by the first quarter 37 28 but then they poured it on in the second quarter and had a 41 point second quarter and held the Bulls to 19 so the game was essentially over just like it was last night at halftime only it was reversed they were up 78 to 47 they couldn't do anything wrong and at halftime by the way they only had two turnovers i was kind of disappointed that uh the fourth quarter it didn't matter didn't hurt the game any but they came up with another five five more turnovers because they didn't turn the ball over once in that third quarter so they ended up with seven turnovers uh doubled by chicago they had 14 but everybody played and and the bench came in led by kuminga who was 10 of 12 from the field including two of four from three the bench had 57 points so it wasn't just the starters uh, although Wiggins got him off to a really great start along with Jordan Poole. And then Curry came along for the ride. But um, those two were the most instrumental in the first quarter. Yeah, you know, there's a there's a number of things that we can uh, look at in this game. And I wanted to talk about uh, Kaminga in a little bit. But Warriors are now 31-11. and 11. They're 13-8 and eight on the road. 4-3 and three in the second game of back-to-backs. And uh, they have a chance now to even up the road trip with a win Sunday in Minneapolis. They've won 10 straight over Chicago, 5 straight in the Windy City. And they avoid losing their third straight game of the season. And it's their best record after 42 games. And they started 33-9. and But I thought early on, I thought Jordan Poole and Andrew Wiggins were really good at the start of the game. Yep. Steph's scoring came later. Steph would finish 7 of 15, 4 of 10. But uh, Poole and Wiggins got them off to a good start offensively. Poole looked really relaxed. Correct. He got back to being the Jordan Poole we saw in the first two and a half months of the season. Andrew Wiggins knocked down a couple of shots early, got his game going, had a post up early. He would finish with six assists. He and Otto Porter, and then you throw in uh, Kevon Looney. Among the three, 
they had a total of 16 assists, 16 of the 39 uh, for Golden State. And, and, uh, and you're right, they had a, a really low turnover game. The fourth quarter was garbage time, and that's when they had their turnovers to tie their season low with seven. But uh, just I just thought it was a really uh, a, a great way. A couple of guys other than Steph, so Steph didn't have that kind of pressure to set the tone early on. He let the other guys get to it. And then that got the Warriors moving. Yep. They were really, really good. And Poole ends up, he's a plus 38 in oh. 28 minutes tonight. Plus 38. I mean, that's just Enormous. incredible. Yeah. And so the, I want to talk about Kaminga. It's yep. not the offense. Everybody's going to look at the offense. Oh, he was 10, 12. He had 25 points. I love the fact that Steve Kerr put him out there and put him on, you know, DeMar DeRozan, put him on a really good offensive player. And because and I, I think that's where. He's really going to have an impact for the Warriors maybe in a, a playoff situation or against a very good team coming down the stretch, a team that has smart defenders and veteran players who won't let him maybe get going. But his athleticism is something, if the Warriors can get him to, to channel that, put that into his defense, that's a, that's a component the Warriors really don't have a lot of. That's not a, you know, it's not a super athletic team, right. the Golden State Warriors, but Kaminga can give him that, and that's where I see the, I love the fact that they're challenging him, putting him on superb offensive players. That'll make him a better player overall. Absolutely. And, it, and, and it'll keep him uh, from moving too quickly and assuming some things. He, he's so anxious, okay? He's got such a, a motor in him, and he's young and inexperienced. And so, uh, you know, early on, DeRozan went right around him, a simple little move, and he won't make those mistakes later on. He needs experience. But I thought tonight, that he was he was quick, but it wasn't in quite as much of a hurry that we've seen in the past. And I think the whole team tonight, um, everything went so smoothly for them at the offensive end. As I said, they made six threes in the first half, or first quarter alone. They moved the ball around. They they there's a they, you remember that old adage, you you want to be quick but not in a hurry. That's uh, John Wooden. There you go. Okay, okay. and um, and the only. Similance to John Wooden tonight is from uh, two players that start, uh, Lonzo Ball and Zach Levine, both went to UCLA. There you go. Albeit only one one year each, but uh, that's the connection to to uh, John Wooden. He's my years, and so, at any rate, I just think the game it was so smooth, it was so controlled, and they got they just made the simple plays, and it is a simple game if you move the ball enough instead of going one on one a lot. And they did this first first quarter, that big lead, they did that without Curry's contribution. I think Curry had two points in that first quarter alone. And uh, the ball moved around. Nobody was worried about it. And they already had 11 assists. And, and then you could just see the way they were playing. And they were knocking down threes. When you knock down threes like, like that, it's, uh, it's hard to beat. And they got off to the great start. And in that second quarter, 41 points, uh, they just were rolling. You know, it's, it's so... Um so interesting to look at and you know you win by 42 points I mean that's just incredible and I I just think that the the team had gotten a little bit off track and I still think I still think there's going to be 
a couple of games in the next couple of weeks possibly yeah. where they're not going to look great because the the adjustment with, to Clay Thompson is not just Clay; it's everybody around right. Clay, and it's guys like Jordan Poole. When Clay comes back on Sunday, on, he's going to have to come off the bench. We're going to be watching that game closely. Yeah, absolutely, and it's for guys like uh, Gary Payton the second. He's going to have different kind of minutes now, and so it's going to take. It's going to be a process. It's going to take a while. But I really think this was a step in the right direction. I think they, they kind of got back to who they are. And I think the, the confidence of knowing, okay, we can have a really bad game and, and bounce right back, that's going to pay dividends down the road when they have another, say, off night. Maybe not to the level of last night, but if they have another off night you know, somewhere down the road, they know they're going to have the confidence that they can step right back out and, and get it fixed the next day. So Yeah, and I don't know. Obviously, I believe that, uh, and this is assumption on my part, that Poole's game has been affected by the presence of Clay Thompson, okay? Uh, I'm, as I say, that uh, could be an assumption here, but he seemed like he's pressed a little more when he comes in. He's no longer a starter. I also, for some reason, it seems like I don't, maybe it's just the numbers because Wiggins has been really, really tough since he had the 22 points against Miami. He'd gone for 17. He had a 21-point game, uh, but 10, 13, 16 last night against Milwaukee. And tonight he came out, you know, double digits in that first quarter. Uh, I, I think Wiggins is a real key to this team because I, I, he's going, he's has the ability to score. He can be consistent every night. And they're going to be focusing on Curry and focusing on Clay Thompson. And so he's not going to get double teamed. Tonight, by the way, he scored all those points. They finally made an adjustment with uh, Vucevic, and he zoned up in there, and, and they kind of contained Wiggins the rest of the way so he wouldn't get into the middle of the lane where he's so good and effective with that little jump hook that he has about four feet from the hoop. Season uh, high, by the way, 56.4% for the Warriors. That's a season high. Yeah, they shot the lights yeah. out, and they made 19 out of 42 threes, which is 45%. You know, uh, I tell you, a guy who I loved his line tonight is Otto Porter Jr. Mm-hmm. Across the board there. Four of nine from the floor. He played only 19 minutes, but listen to this. He gets seven rebounds, mm-hmm. six assists, career high time, five steals, nine points in 19 minutes. That's activity. No, that, that, that is huge. He's the consummate team player, too. He, he's never worried about getting his numbers from the points. He just takes the shots when they're available. He'll move the ball around. Tonight, six assists in 19 minutes. That's remarkable. And he rebounds. He's big. And he knows he's a very good defensive rebounder. He knows to help out inside and kick that ball. And he's just a very unselfish basketball player, and I really like him on this team. Well, we get ready for Minnesota on Sunday, and I'm I'm intrigued by them. First of all, you know Anthony Edwards is yep. the real deal. That yes, kid's going to be yes, really really good. <laughs> and and but but for, by all accounts, D'Angelo Russell's having a very nice year yep. for the Timberwolves, and they're right around 500. And maybe you know that's maybe that's where they are right now. Maybe that's who they are right now as a 500 team. But but they've still, got talent. They've got talent. You Carl know? Anthony Towns oh. is no slouch. No, he he really fills up the stat sheet, and. Uh, you know they uh, they forced Memphis into a late rally to win last night. They they had they were playing really well against the Grizzlies. So that's Ed, not a Edward, team you can take lightly. Edwards does not play like a rookie. No, he plays like a five year veteran right now. He's so confident and he's so strong in so many areas. He's a doggone good basketball player. Yeah, and and he is also a physical specimen. Yes, he is, he is. quick. Well, he's a, strong. Yeah. Get off the floor. That's what I'm saying. He, he plays like like he's been around a while, and he's not in. Nobody imposes their will on him. All right, JB, you're going to follow the. Uh, are you going to follow the uh, the line of the night with our our? Uh, and by the way, Steve Kerr 
uh, his post-game press conference you can hear on our flagship station, 95.7, and he had just uh, said that this was the best overall game for Jonathan Kaminga so yeah. far. So I think he's absolutely right. Uh, you know, the whole package was there tonight. So listen for that with Steve Kerr in just a few minutes. But uh, you got to uh, keep our theme going. You stop off and get some pizza on the way home? Yes, I am. You are? There As a you matter go. of fact, yes. There you go. Yeah, because of that uh, uh, text that you got, and it kind of reminded me. I Twitter question. There. There was a Twitter question brought to you by Kia, which is, uh, are you a deep dish person? And yeah. had a variety of, of subjects. A lot of the, the New Yorkers who have transplanted to Northern California did not like that. They're, they're very, very protective of their pizza reputation. Do you like New so. York pizza or Chicago pizza? I'm I'm always I, I've always liked deep dish pizza a little bit more. I just yeah. uh, just I just do. I don't know why. But They're I all do. good pizza towns. <clears throat> yes, Chicago's darn good. <laughs> yes, it is. All right, Tim. 